note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe, anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. Welcome to the History of Bad Ideas, episode number 338. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Okay. No one else decided to show up yet. They're all running late. They are running late. Uh, intern Hackney has a reason. Uh, well, he, yeah, it's his birthday. He doesn't have to show up. Yes. Um, and there's a rumor has it that he might be promoted from intern. So. <laughs> what? We got, I was not consulted on this. We have an application in uh, for the intern because we're interviewing for the intern job. And it is from the 365 Flicks guys. Unfortunately, I don't know if it's Kevin or Chris. So, because or are they the, both? I don't they, they know. They realize they only get one salary if it's two of them. It's still only one salary. I know. We got to be careful on the IOUs, to be honest. It's tough. It is tough. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, and if so, then Intern Hackney becomes assistant to the host. So that's kind of a nice job. Oh, so, regional assistant. Regional. That's a good call. Regional assistant to the host. So First assistant. First assistant. Blake, welcome. Hello. We are on air. Uh, <gasps> yeah, Blake. I didn't see the red light. I apologize for that. So, Blake, how you doing over there? there. Doing okay. Good. Good. Yeah, nothing too exciting here. Um, No. Life is going back to a little bit more normalcy. You guys are playing softball. Okay. Uh, If that's what you want to call it. Well, it's normal. I mean, life, you know. Um, (laughs) Blake, have you been to any retail stores? Uh, Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you count, do you count Home Depot? Yeah, that counts. That counts. They're so retail. I've been, I've been to Home Depot when they were restricting number entry, and I've been to Home Depot when they they're now just letting any yokels in. Yes. So Lowe's Lowe's was letting people in no matter what. It didn't matter how many people <laughs> were in the store. There was no restricted entry to Lowe's. They were. They just didn't have enough people wanting to get in. Oh, well, they also had later hours, too. Lowe's was open like an hour later than all the Home Depots. Well, Lowe's is a better store. Uh-huh. Lowe's is more expensive. Um, 
So you rich folks. Like- the only the only problem I have. With I'm going to say that no. I, I just have to remember that everything's the opposite of Home Depot's. Like they do it on purpose, you know. Like uh, to the left of my Home Depot's got the gardening outdoors and the light bulbs. Yep. And the woods on the right, and when I go into Lowe's, you know, light bulbs are to the right, and all the woods to the left. It's confusing. I agree. Honestly, with you. I think the local ones for me are pretty much set up the same. What? Isn't it? Uh, no, wait, yeah, the. Uh, it, no, is the garden right. it is off the job. It is off. It is okay. <laughs> Welcome what are you to talk hard- about Jason. You have no clue. Welcome to <laughs> hardware talk. <laughs> uh no. Uh, Normalcy is re- is returning, just in time for that second wave. So woo! Um, but yeah, there is no second wave. I hope not. I hope not. It's always been here and always will be here. Yeah, it. it we we flattened. That's right. Curve. We flattened. Did the we? Curve. Did we? Oh, it's yes, flat. We okay. It's, it's plateaued. It okay. didn't go down. It's, it's just, just flat. It's not going up. It's staying even. Staying well, the same. It depends what kind of fear porn you're you're tapping into. It's going up in all the free Republican states, you know. Now, now, down the well, hall. I suppose in the other states it's not, so it balances out. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see all the spikes from the protests. And if, the, if there's no spikes from the protests, then I say we're good to go for it's the summer. It's been a week and a half, right, for the protest. Two weeks. Yeah, it's about that time. We should see something. My uh, my kids' uh, baseball has started. Has started. We're se- they're seven games into it, so it is kind of funny. Like the first week, first two weeks, the all, you can watch the the crowds. Again, we had more cr- people there at the, my kids' games than I've ever seen because I think everybody just wanted to get the fuck out of the house. And it was yeah. funny, like, everybody was spaced out the first couple of weeks, like, first four games or so. The last three games, a little bit closer, not as many masks. <laughs> it was kind of like, yeah. eh. Mm-hmm. You know, well, like I said, we, we've had our softball for two weeks now. And the first week, it seemed like there weren't a whole lot of fans or kids. Yeah, they're starting to come back. There were, like, kids running around the second week and more fans and whatnot. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, people. This is like, thanks. Oh, uh, middle-aged men softball. Why the hell are you here? Why? Why do we have any fans? There should be no fans for middle-aged men softball. And I'll be honest, even when speak no- for yourself, man. <laughs> I kind of am. I know you are. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I like I'll be honest. The, I, I like some of the fans that come to watch. They're not. Oh, those aren't fans coming to watch. Those are people trying to. Like, uh, what's the words I'm looking for? Uh, find a sugar daddy. Oh, oh, what type of a softball league you guys got? It's a sugar well, daddy you, softball well, you league. Think, well, you, well, you think about it. There are two types of softball softball hoes. What? The first type of softball hoe is the guy that doesn't really pay to be on any team, but he shows up at the softball fields anyways and walks around. It's like, hey, you need a player. And you let him play because, you know, you got that kind of softball hoe. Because you need a player. <laughs> exactly. You know, they prostitute themselves and their services for the game. And then there's the other uh, ladies of uh, tight, short repute that there were plenty of last week, by the way, Jason. You missed it. I don't know if I missed it, Bob. I just wasn't there. <laughs> Uh, and I'll be honest, Jeff, uh, even when there's no COVID around, I don't want kids running around softball fields. I agree. You know, all I have to say is that softball and Little League Baseball are doing a hell of a better job than Major League Baseball. 
That is true. That is true. I'm going to come or, see your kids play, Jason. I'm going to be. Are they, fine. are they doing a better job? Maybe not playing is the right thing to do. We just don't know yet. You, sh- you shut your whore mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you. Hey, we Blake, don't need I, no negative Nellies on this. I mean, now we're getting football players being diagnosed with the, the COVID. Uh, I did like how. Ezekiel, yeah, but is that a bad thing? Are they being diagnosed because they're sick with the COVID, or are they just showing up because they got antibodies with the COVID? I have no clue. See, you need we need this, these distinctions made, or and they don't make that in the media. I like how Ezekiel Elliott was yelling about HIPAA, and yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, if the doctor didn't you know release it, if you yeah. told somebody, yeah. and that person do, told, do you not know? Yeah. yeah, do you not know what HIPAA? Uh, who is in violation of HIPAA because your agent isn't one of them. Supposedly the agent didn't release it. But he even, just ag- agreed to it. But even so, it doesn't matter. If Ezekiel Elliott told a friend and that friend went to the press, that's not HIPAA rules. <laughs> that's not HIPAA breaking. Well, also the simple fact of the matter is when you sign a contract for uh, professional sports, mm-hmm. you're pretty much waiving your HIPAA rights because the team, and according to the contract you signed, the team is allowed to know pretty much every medical thing about you mm-hmm. for them to pay you those millions of dollars and to and, play their yeah. support. And they have to release a certain amount of medical information because Vegas requires it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For gambling but, purposes. No. I mean, they're not going to say that, but that's what it's for. But uh, the team's... Uh, get to know and then the teams have to report it to the league and uh yeah that's not covered by hipaa uh hipaa covers the the uh, medical staff and the uh, insurance companies and well, that's about it yeah they're, they're not supposed to release your information to anybody but if you sign a waiver um because you get paid millions of dollars you're right chat hey blake um Speak of, you said Little League Baseball. If you want to come to my kids' game, mm-hmm. I got to figure out what day is a good one because uh, because it's Little League Baseball. So my kids' team mm-hmm. won, like, lost two, won four in a row, and in those four games they basically run-ruled every team by three. Or, I mean, they run-ruled uh, three of the four teams, like 20 to five and all that. Cool. Then, well, no, no, no. And then they played last night, and they lost 17 to two. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, I feel like there's a big difference. So I feel like on any given day, um, who true. knew? Who knew a ten year old's team could switch like that? Well, that's right. They're ten years old. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I yeah. So when I do come, I have to bring my my own cooler of beer, and then you're gonna have to let me know who whose children I'm allowed to heckle. That's fine. Well, the one you're allowed to heckle any children. <laughs> That's right. The if they one, didn't want to be heckled, they wouldn't be playing sports. It, I'd be asking what the what the batting average is. Uh, I got Come on, that. Cubs, I got the do stats. the double switch. What are you doing? <laughs> you want to bet on the game, Blake? <laughs> Go to your bullpen. Well, what well, is funny because we got through the one game and they lost, and the one kid told the uh, told us, "I thought you guys would be yelling at us <laughs> because you lost." Yeah. No, no, you're right. fine. <laughs> That's part of the game, man. But they've seen other 
other uh, adults act like that. I mean, we get on them for like, hey, you guys need to do this or that. You know, we I raise my voice because I'm just loud to begin with. But it's like, yeah, we're not yelling yeah. at you. He's like, oh, and we're like, what team were you on last year that you were getting yelled at for everything? <laughs> I was like, that's not a good environment. <laughs> no, well, you know, there, there are some parents that go pretty nuts. I remember when the girls soccer team, they were like eight years old and they were like undefeated for the first season. And then the next season they're like undefeated and we went and played in the snow and we we're in the tournament championship and they lost. You would have thought that some of these parents were just going flipping ape shit, man. Like insane. I'm like, uh, they're nine years old and <laughs> this is what happens. They're not, they're not, 10 messies out there on the field. Nobody's getting paid millions of dollars. This is kids soccer. Well, that's the funny. And even if there were 10 messies getting paid millions of dollars, teams lose. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why people get so, uh, but they, especially uh, worse, kid, ch- children. That's I, ridiculous. I will say like, uh, my son doesn't play football. Uh, we don't let him. And that's, you know, I don't care if your kids play football, go for it, but we just don't want him to. So, but he played flag football and mm-hmm. he played flag football indoors. He played, uh, so- he plays soccer and he plays a little bit of volleyball and he plays baseball. So of all the parents that we've like crowds, I've seen like opposing teams and that I will say football is probably the worst that I've seen. I think football might be all- the most awful. Um, I, I, I don't know why. I, I just feel like it. Um, there, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the football culture. And it is across, it is across all boards. Man. Mm-hmm. I remember when we used to work together, Jason. Yep. And then, you know, when I was out in the field, you know, there was one, there was uh, one guy that we used to work with, uh, you know, one of the repair facilities. Mm-hmm. And during peewee football, it's all, he was on the phone all day talking peewee football because he was a coach all day every time i'd walk in there and i'd be sitting in his office with our laptop and i mean you know going Mm -hmm. through making my stuff all day as soon as he got off the phone with one person it was the next person he started talking to all day they those people are nuts man hmm and i mean not everybody but there's a lot of those peewee football parents are pretty nutty um, and again, you, you'll get nuts. You get people nuts and everything. I mean, there's baseball teams out there, 10, 11, yeah, 12 years true. old that, that fly kids in to play for, you know, mm-hmm. in tournaments all over the country. And I'm like, why? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> it's like, you know, it, it's just kind of it, it, like Jeff said, it is kind of sad just to see it all like, and again, you know, I, I don't know if there's ever. I don't know if it's high school athletes that are no longer high school athletes, so they're trying to do win trophies now. But it, it definitely is funny and sad to yeah. see at the same time. Um, yeah, that, when you, and when you're when you're that age, it all should be just learning the game and having fun. Correct. What do you want to say, Jeff? I, I was going to say that you said the words that uh, I think I might have I might realize now. I'm not that way because I never won trophies. Oh. Maybe if you were good at sports when you were a kid. You want to yell at other kids. Did you, did you win participation of, of ribbons? They didn't have those when I was a kid. Oh, man. Man, you just lost on everything. 
What do you mean on everything? I still got my good looks. Oh, well, yeah. I'm just talking, you know, no trophies, no participation ribbons. Ugh. Well, you know, when you're in high school, you had academic challenge. Did you? About my school, we didn't. What? Wasn't there. You guys didn't have academic challenge? Nope. Wow. You know, the, on the public access TV with all the high schools? Nope. <laughs> no. It must, must have been a Northeast Ohio thing. If they did, they didn't advertise it, so I never joined the team or never heard out how they did, and they never made the yearbook. So, um, Moving on from Little League talk this week, uh, Jeff, did you watch anything this week? I did. What'd you watch? I watched the second season of Dead to Me. Oh, how did you like it? I did. I liked it. Okay. Okay. How many seasons is there? There are two. Okay. So I'm caught up with the current. I suppose that was released about a month ago or so, the second season. Okay. So I'm now caught up on that. I watched the last half season of uh, How to Get Away with Murder. The final season? The final season. That's over with. Okay. The last season was not quite as good as the earlier seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, anything, anything else? Well, I think that was quite a lot. Okay, I'm just I asking. Kind of, that was quite a lot. Well, well, what was the idea? I did rewatch uh, X-Men uh, Apocalypse. Oh, thank God. I thought you were going to say X versus Sever for a second. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. X Men Apocalypse, which wasn't as bad as I had remembered it. Mm-hmm. So, still not good by any stretch of any imagination. But it I, the the story seemed to flow a little bit better this time. So maybe I just wasn't paying attention, or maybe it was I don't know. It just didn't feel as choppy. X-Men Apocalypse is one of those bad films that I turn on every time it's on TV. I have to turn it on just to see how bad it is. It's not good. Uh, This is the first time I've turned it on since the first time I've watched it. Oh. Um, uh, Blake, do you watch anything recently? Well, I got... um, I started the... uh, I recorded the documentary series on the History Channel about Grant. How was that? I'm like, uh, well, there's three, there's uh, three two-hour episodes. I'm in the middle of episode, well, near the episode two ending, where Grant finally gets called to D.C. by uh, Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Oh, like, I thought you meant Horace Grant. No, not Horace <laughs> Grant. Living under the shadow of, you know. Fuck Jordan. Michael I want the Jordan. Horace Grant documentary, the 30 for 30. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the promise that never lived up to the hype or never got the chance. Ninety-eight uh, percent of basketball players are the—they never live up to the hype. I mean, come on. What, what about Greg? Well, I, well, what happened to Greg Odom? To Kyrie Irving. According to Kyrie Irving, only 20, 20 of them make any real money. Yeah. Okay. Um. Every single <laughs> one of them make real money. Every single Even one of them. The- the worst more. one makes real money. I think. Yeah, I think but, the lowest pay in the NBA is what three hundred thousand or something like that. <laughs> if you're the twelfth man on the team, three hundred thousand is a pretty good check right there. Well, remember, Kyrie's a flat earther too. So he is. He hey, is a flat earther. Being rich doesn't make you smart. 
But the horizon, Blake, the flat earth horizon. Come on. Correct. Come I don't on. understand what that means. The, the horizon is proof that it's a flat earth. proof that it's not flat. No, nope, nope, nope. Not hey, according to them. You 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 shut your mouth, Jeff. <laughs> you're, you're again you're 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 spouting lies again. Uh the Grant documentary, uh Blake did not get good reviews. People kept saying it was like history light. They said of all of the uh, documentaries that they do, they, they thought this was the weakest. They got multiple bad reviews. Is it that well, it, it was a bad series or that Grant just isn't that exciting to do a documentary on? Low from A, low from B. <laughs> I, think, I think if you really think about it, he, it's, it's more B. You know, they come, you know <laughs> it, it, it is true. I mean, you think about it. Um, it, it's good that I watch this and I, I renew you know what what I know about you know Ulysses Grant and I, I knew a lot of this stuff I forgot about it you know because last time I probably looked at any of this stuff was like thirty plus years ago and I you know I the one thing I do remember he was a bland guy but really smart never given the credit that you know he should have and uh, even then even when Lincoln calls him to D.C. to the Eastern Theater. And after all that, you know, a bunch of people who don't really know too much about strategy and just basic history says, oh, I, they're going to win anyways. I'm like, no, they, you know, Lee was kicking everybody's ass, you know, there for a while. And Grant knew, which I'm going to, you know, probably see here in the next thing. You know, Grant knew, hey, all I got to do is keep attacking them everywhere. And I've got the resources. We've got the money. We've got the power. We've got the people. The and we're just going to, I'm just going to, I'm just going to. I'm just going to I'm not going to be worried about losing a battle, but I'm going to win the war. And that's what, you know, he basically just put his, you know, boot down on the, you know, boot down and kept, you know, crushing, you know. Well, you they know, also had pressure. They, they didn't have the um, they didn't have the transportation in the south, either the trains or any the railroads as much. So, well, I mean, well, and a lot of that was because Grant took care of that out in the Western. Theater. Correct. But, it, you know, he he was under lots – one thing I do remember, he was under a lot of heavy criticism about the siege of Vicksburg because of the civilians that were in the mm-hmm. city. And, you know, they, they touch on it a little bit, you know, with a little bit of uh, criticism. But I, that's one of the things I remember is, you know, uh, they – you know, depending upon who you talk to, you know, they – they rub them really rough because civilians starved and were underneath the shelling of the city at the same time. So I think a lot of that comes from, you know, the losing side of the, of the, uh, historian battle. But, uh, but he, you know, and, and they'd even make a point out of it in the documentaries. Like, you know, the, I like this one historian's quote, he's the most unheroic hero of this entire civil war. And it, he never gets full credit for, what he did, you know, so do they, and, and he is on the $50 bill. He is on the $50 There's bill, some and credit. He, you know, and so he made, they may touch on it in his presidency here in the, in the third one too. His presidency, of course, is kind of lackluster as well, but you know, but Hey, you, you really think about it. You know, he is, you know, kind of like an every man who does really well, but he never gets full credit for what he did. So he's and, like Cincinnatus. You know, yeah. You know the you know the uh, Greek guy that found in Cincinnati here That's in Ohio. Right. Yeah, farmer it was Roman, not Greek. <laughs> <laughs> it's Greek to me, Jeff. It's Greek to me. 
Yeah. But yeah, they, they, so they, they do kind of, it is kind of easy, but I think they do give you a lot of insight into, you know, he's an everyman do and they? he did a really good job and he doesn't get credit for it. And I wonder if he doesn't get as much credit for it because, you know, half the historians look at him with a biased eye because, you know, they are on the losing side of history, you know, and, and it's very interesting. I tell people this all the time when, you know, during in between one of my college semesters, I was on a training, uh, training mission for two weeks and we're all together and we're in a hotel room kicking time because it's, it, it's the end of the day. We're done training. We got nothing else to do. And we're breaking out cards, you know, Yankee Midwest Yankees are playing Euchre, we're, you know, we're mixing, mixing up with everybody else from around the country playing, you know, spades or whatever, because nobody plays Euchre outside of the Midwest unless, you know, you had family in the Midwest. And so I, I remember sitting down with two Georgia guys, you know, I'm like, hey, where are you from? I'm saying, I'm from Ohio. And they both looked at me, and one of them was like, you know, Sherman was from Ohio. And I looked, and I was like, oh, don't worry. I'm not going to light any matches. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, 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 it's interesting how a lot of this shit is still ingrained you know, to this day. You know, even a couple of years ago, you know, on a, another, you know, training thing with some, you know, folks from the South, and of course, after some beers come out, you know, talking about the war of northern aggression, and this guy starts talking about this book about this whole thing about how it's a, a northern conspiracy, you know, and blah 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 blah. And I said, look, it was states' rights, but you're using states' rights for slave states, I and mean, it's pretty much really what it came down to. You know, it all started with the compromise. You know, twenty, thirty years before, you know, it started with the compromise with the Constitution with what we had, or else it wouldn't fit. And a lot of a lot of these people forget, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, under, you got to understand the time and the context too. You know, Lee was a third generation from the, you know, the people fighting the Civil War, three generations from the Revolutionary War. So a lot of people still considered themselves like Virginian before a United States citizen, mm-hmm. or Pennsylvanian, or Vermont, or Connecticut, or Georgian before they were they United States. And so you really think if you're Lee, you know, they offered him you know, the general ship for the union, but he looked at it and was like, Holy crap, I'm going to be fighting my family, my Virginians and blah, blah, blah. And so he went obviously to the other side, but you know, not say that, you know, people got to remember the context and put yourself in their shoes, you know, like, Oh, he's such a traitor. I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Think about it. Think about it in smaller context. You know, you're a Cincinnatian and you're going to go to war with uh, the Harrison. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you know, Jason, are you going to join the Cincinnati side and, you know, fight your neighbors? Or are you going to, you know, you know, it's basically. I'll be honest. I'll probably stupid be about Canada. the whole thing, I'll just, but I'll just go to Canada. <laughs> just go to Canada and forget it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, did they, you know, fo- but, but it is interesting. Yeah, you're right. The documentary is, I thought it was an okay documentary. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I sit there and I go, oh yeah, I remember that. But you got to remember he's, he's no Caesar, you know, he's no flamboyant you know, statesman, you know, he's, you know, again, he's an every guy, he's an every man. And I think, uh, Petraeus, they got Petraeus in here as one of the commentators talking about, uh, Grant Petraeus is really good in, in bringing you, uh, you know, a lot of the military, you know, side and, and also they also got a couple other, um, military historians, you know, some of the people that got in there for fluff, you know, but, um, you know, overall he was a pretty good, pretty good guy. And that's, Pretty much it. <laughs> um, he well, he was a good guy. To make a short story long, <laughs> okay. Make a short story long. I'm sorry. 
you know, but let I'm me sure. ask. Good. Yeah. So, Go did, did they focus on his life, or did they just focus on him? Like, um, <clears throat> they do a good they do a good job of uh, giving his background. Okay, you that's know, what I was you know how he grew up. You know, he's born you know here in Ohio, but uh, ended up living in Illinois. His uh, his parents were strict abolitionists. Mm. He married into a slave trading family in Missouri. Uh, and it's um, interesting. So his entire family boycotted the wedding, you know, so it's kind of interesting. And you really think about it, this guy, you know, ended, ends up going to West Point, but didn't want to, but his dad signed him up and got him accepted and sent him there. And so that actually, you know, one of the good things that they talk about is when, you know, when the civil war breaks out and he, he's basically coming back from nothing again, because he went out, he did an all right job of the Mexican you know, uh, Mexican, U.S. Mexican mm-hmm. War, or Mexican does some really good stuff. Ends up, yeah, Mexican American War. Ends up becoming an alcoholic as an outpost in California. Forced to resign because of that, you know. But he's happy because he has to go back home to his wife and kids. But then he's just, you know, destitute. He's poor at some at a point. Basically, he's got nothing. I mean. And then this war breaks out, and he thinks, you know, he, he basically joins the Union right side. Here. You know, joins the Union side because he's a patriot, <laughs> and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, and then things start looking back up for him again. So he, well, like I said, he, he's an everyman. And well, he's not a flamboyant dude. There. Hold on, Blake. I think we got someone interrupting. Hold on. Yeah. Interrupting. I'm the one that's podcasting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I mean, you can't hear Brian, but he's staring at me like, what is going on? <laughs> I'm about to say, so you guys get story time with Blake on your podcast, too. I'm getting right. Blake involved in the Salty Language podcast. Tony's here with us. We're talking about the Grant documentary. Hey, Tony. <laughs> hey. We're talking about the PS5. Oh, well, we're talking about Grant. We got history over here, bitches. Uh, we got future history, I guess. I don't know. Damn it. Can I come on? Yeah, we're talking about the past. They're talking about the Good future. point. He says it's about time you guys start talking about actual history. Oh, we, we were finally <laughs> finally a history podcast there for about 15 minutes, and then, boom, it's all blown up now. <laughs> so, Tony, are you recording still over there? Yes, we are still recording. Now, Brian like to ask you a question. What's that, Brian? What? Okay, so Brian Brigger would like to hear your best Grant impression. Grant? Oh, okay. Blake, I need your help on this one. Blake, with Grant, what did he have a southern draw, even though he was from Ohio? What, what kind of voice did he have? I need to get in the character of this. Mm, he really liked them taters. No, oh, it's my job! <laughs> my job! Hold on! Ugh. <laughs> oh. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, think, think, think of him from Sling, Sling, Sling Blade, but uh, speak tactically. Okay, okay. Let me let me get that. The South won't rise again. Uh huh. Not when I'm in control. Uh huh. I reckon you're going to hell. And here's a handbag on the way. Uh, Who is that? I'm Grant. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now I know. <laughs> Was that good? Was that good? That was stunning. <laughs> you know, I've had Grant's ancestors tell me I sound just like him. I've ha- I've heard that before. Was it from a cease and desist? 
Tony, I didn't know you were recording right now. We were just doing uh, Skype roulette, and uh, yeah, uh, we were supposed to record yesterday, but the tech gods hate us, so it derailed everything. So we I saw that. I saw you yeah, had the tech gods derail you. Um, yeah, good day si- ever. And since Brian can't see me, I'm flipping him off. Uh, you know, Brian, that's what you get. That's what you get, Brian, my arch nemesis. Yeah, you guys are almost talking. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they need a mediator. Oh, uh, Brian just yeah, said I'm going to I'm going to shut up now because you know. for, for you to be his nemesis, he has to recognize you <laughs> as his arch nemesis. <laughs> oh. I see how it can, is. Can, can Brian yeah, that's, that's right. Is it really a rivalry when you've lost to him 10 times in a row? I mean, shut on. up, Blake. Shut it. <laughs> yeah, but, but, can Brian be Jason's arch nemesis, but Jason not necessarily Brian's? Does it can it work that way? I mean, I don't see why not. I feel like that. I feel like change but, approved. Like burn the monarch. <laughs> um, well, Tony, I'll let you get back to your show. I was just saying yeah. hi. <laughs> I mean, it's good. To, you know, it's, it's nice to have Hobie live on Salty Language for like ten minutes or whatever. <laughs> you know what? You can call us anytime. We will be more than happy to come on the Salty Language show. I know I've been banned by Brian, but if I if I come on the show, I can do multiple impressions that you won't even know it's Jason. It could be hello, I'm Michael Caine. Some people just want to watch the word burn. It could be uh, get to the chopper. I'm sure it's I mean, like, uh, theory have a big bag of names and we can just pull names out of hats. <laughs> okay, I need three. Go, go, let's go, let's go. Oh no, I, I'm talking about for future, you know. Oh. Kobe Sandwich crossover. I'll be honest, you kind of got me erect there for a second. I was pretty happy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, oh wait, I just got a request from Brian. You'd like to hear your Kevin James. I, I don't know who that is. I don't acknowledge Kevin James. Um, he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Ouch. I'm all, I'm all for that cross-dressing podcast. Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get our skirts together and we'll, we'll figure it out. Thanks, guys. You have a good show. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. <laughs> Later, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. So we're on the Salty Language Show tonight. Hooray! Blake, that was not indicative of your story at all. I was just, in the last five minutes, I just been calling people. <laughs> so No, that's okay. I, I get carried I, away with stuff. So I, let me ask you this. So yeah. uh, I love the History Channel's documentaries. I really do. Um, I do. They, 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 they do some really good stuff. I, you know, and I feel When like they're not some, talking about aliens and Hitler. <laughs> it's aliens, isn't it? It's always aliens. Always aliens. Yeah, it's always aliens. I feel like at least with History Channel, and again, I could be wrong, but their documentaries, at least I feel like it's I, at least it's mostly accurate what they're doing because it's history. So in theory, it should be accurate. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it is pretty good. And I don't think that they made this overly political mm-hmm. because before I started this, I, 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 I just read a headline. About oh Leonardo DiCaprio's Grant documentary is a big middle finger to the South, and I'm saying you know of course I didn't click on the story because wait, I don't want to give, give, give it a clickbait you know <laughs> you mean you didn't see that the guy who led the army to defeat the Confederacy <laughs> doing a documentary on him doesn't paint the South in a good light. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, I, I I didn't click on, it, but you know, but this was uh, I think it's produced by DiCaprio, 
but you you can tell they do do some uh, computer uh, generated uh, battle <laughs> scenes and stuff. <laughs> it is actually pretty good. I mean, I thought it was okay. I think you know they try and show a little bit. They don't go into the atrocities of the Civil War. They mm. they don't go really into a lot of the death count. Um, they you know so I can see how it's a little glossed over. You know because it was a brutal it was a brutal war and they do talk about it a little bit like. Uh, the last of the ancient wars, the first of the modern, you know, and you think about it, but they, they do, do do some graphic fighting scenes there. Um, do again. But, you know, it, but I, I, I don't see how this is a big middle finger to the South. I mean, if you're in there, you know, it's, it's anybody that watches this shouldn't be offended by anything. Because everyone's, you know, offended. if anything, if anybody's offended by war and violence, then okay, there you go. But I, I think they do a very, uh, middle of the road, you know, hey, this is it. He wasn't an exciting guy, doesn't get the credit he should, but he was just a normal Joe, basically, uh, who did really well. Turned out to be pretty smart, genius, military, you know? Hey, so. Blake, everyone's offended by everything now. Yeah, I know. I've probably pissed people off in the past 20 minutes. Um, so, so he was 60-some-odd years old, and they're doing a documentary on him, and they you know, have to gloss over some things about the uh, Civil War. It's like four years of this 63-year-old life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, it's not a Civil War documentary. It's a U.S. Grant documentary. Yeah, but a lot of – well, they do They do spend like the first hour. They do a lot of his background in uh, Mexican-American War, and they give him a good – they do a really good setup to who this guy is when he starts getting involved in the, in the civil war, which is really what he's known for. Right. Yeah. It, you know, so it, like I said, he's no Caesar where he's got, you know, 20 years, you know, you know, you know, gets captured by pirates and tells Hard. him his ransom's too low, <laughs> you know, and then says, Oh yeah, by the way, you should double my ransom. Oh, by the way, I want to come back and kill you all, which, you know, which he did, which is pretty funny. You know, he's none of that. I mean, he, he's, you know, he's really known for these four years. And these four years, basically, he saved the Union. Um, Literally. So, I mean, this is it. This is his four-year, you know, time period. A lot of times, you know, leadership is right place, right time, and the right things happening with the right people in the right places. And he's he was one of those guys. And he's just an average Joe with, you know, you know pretty good strategy, you know, military mind do you, can we he did back, what he did and then he was done you know can we go back to julius caesar when did he become the dread pirates dread scott pirate or whatever from uh the dread scott pirate man you got you do have some like goofy civil war on your head don't you? Uh, i i think we're gonna get canceled after that comment cancel hobie um Real quick here, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, you're right, Jeff. You, 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 this is a documentary of this guy's entire life, but and they focus on really on four years, and you're you're right in that respect. But you know, like I said, he's he's an average Joe except for these four years. They they uh the, the whole last episode, Jeff, of episode three is just uh, how he petitions to be on the fifty dollar bill. That's it. That's all it is. They don't do anything else about his life. That's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I watched, uh, this is not history. Well, it could be, it may be the history in the future. I watched the hunt. 
uh, the one I've been looking forward to for months now, for like over a year. Um, oh yeah, the, the the big controversial. Yeah. So know, the hunt, controversy yeah. is that basically was it really controversial? No. Okay. So here's the twist. The twist. Um, basically, Democrats kidnap uh, Republicans. Well, that's it's, they don't say that, but that's what. Do, it comes do they from. actually? Yeah, they don't actually say it. But no, no, it's no. It's just wide. yeah. They capture yeah. them and then they go hunting for them. So that's the big controversy, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Who cares? You know what? You see a lot of movies the opposite way. I don't really care. It's a movie. Who cares? And so that was the big thing. Um, you know, looking back. Quick question, yeah. though. Uh, how, how are the Democrats hunting the Republicans without guns? They are using guns, and that, they said it's the ends justifies the means. So. Uh. <laughs> So they're getting people that don't believe in global warming and they get all these people, you know, that are against um, refugees and all this stuff. So there's actually some humorous parts in it, like, you know, these rich assholes that are hunting them, you know, just how oblivious they are. But they're like, you know, they have one guy that's um, that's uh, I'm trying to think. I think he's uh, Indian. And they're like, we need you to be the fake refugee for this thing. And he's like. Why? They're like, well, you're the only guy of color here. Sorry, you're doing it. <laughs> so, I mean, there's humorous parts to it. And they're like, and uh, so, I mean, it is funny, but like the whole controversy about this gore and that, I'm like, this is dumb. There's no reason why. Hello. There's no reason why this should have had the controversy it did. It was dumb. Well, you know, it. It, how many movies are there in the past 20, 30 years where there's been like rich white guys hunting poor people, yeah. and homeless people? What was the movie? Was surviving it Ice the Ice Cube? Surviving yeah, the game. Yeah, surviving the game. I mean, you know. And, and I mean, you, that's what it kind of is. This game, this movie was. The problem is like there was a lot of like known actors that don't last long. Like I was like, oh, yeah. he's in it. That's kind of cool. Nope, he's dead. Oh, this person's like, nope, they're dead. But I mean, they. I wish they would have gone. It was a ninety-seven minute movie, if that. And I was like, I wish it was a little bit longer because they didn't do enough background in a lot of the people. Um, yeah. Which I guess was kind of their point, you know, you just take them at face value, blah, blah, blah. Um, but not, not enough character development. It, Terrible it, that, movie. That was my issue is that it wasn't a lot of character. I give it a C, maybe C minus. I mean, it, it went down to $6, so that's why I rented it. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> going to spend 20 so it went down to 6 So I was like, I can handle 6 It wasn't wasn't quite the hit uh, in the in the Chaz zone in Seattle that they thought it would be. No, 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 <laughs> no it's not Blake. Okay. Um, I, I, I like said I was happy I saw it, but it's it's a good hour and a half to spend your time, but it's not really that great. Uh, they they could have done a lot more to it though, but don't think that's this big controversy. It's not. Just fucking go enjoy a movie. So and after everything that's fucking happened in twenty twenty. Who the fuck cares? This is the least amount. This is our least worries right now. (laughs) Biggest thing. Yeah, I got the I got the Crow City of Angels recorded. I don't think I've ever seen that. I can't even remember if I ever seen it. You know, because I've second or third quarantine. That's the second one, isn't it? I think it's the second. Yeah, because uh, you know I've seen the Crow about five times now in in uh, lockdown. Oh yeah, great film. And I and I was about to say screw it because it was right on after the crow, but before I I said I, I was turning it off because I was going to bed. But then I was directed by Tim Pope, Timothy Pope, and I went, 
Timothy Pope. I know that name. I know that name. Why do I know that name? So I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, he's the guy that did all the Cure videos for Robert Smith and the Cure for all those years. <laughs> I said, all right, I like Cure and I like the videos, so I'll record it. Who plays the crow in it? it uh, Robert Smith, I think. <laughs> Robert Smith. Oh. You might as well admit it. You're addicted to love. That's Robert oh, Palmer. That's Robert Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Although those were a bunch of goth chicks behind them. So. <laughs> you might as well admit it. You're addicted to love. Yeah. Welcome to The Cure. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> speaking of people getting things wrong, Blake... You had an interesting yeah. quote last week that people liked on Twitter. Um, Sorry, I see in the, the Twitter <laughs> poll and stuff, yeah. Twitter poll of the week. You can follow us at Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter or like us on the History of Bad Ideas Facebook page. We appreciate it. Uh, we give you lots of news and updates and entertainment news and all that. Uh, finish Blake's quote from last week. You get more honey from bees than blank. <laughs> <laughs> The correct saying is you get more bee for, bees from honey, but Blake decides yeah. to get, you get more honey from bees. What? That's what happens what? when I drink. What when did I you drink say in the podcast. Was? That's what happens when I drink in podcast. No, Shut up, Jeff. I think Jason, I screwed it up. To, just, yeah. You screwed it up again? He's, he said you get more bees from honey, <laughs> <laughs> which makes even less sense. <laughs> Twitter poll of the week next week. <laughs> there you go. Are you and, drinking, Jason? No, I'm not. <laughs> you should be. Uh, you get more honey from bees than ladybugs. <laughs> you get more honey from bees than camel spiders. More, <laughs> more honey from bees than jello. jello. Or more honey from bees <laughs> than goats. <laughs> I, I like that. Tied for last place, 15% ladybugs and jello. So you obviously do not get that. Uh, and winning 38% to 32% camel spiders over goats. So um, that's, that's a rough one. Camel spiders won uh, because everybody that said on Twitter that voted for it that it was, they're pretty fucking creepy. So They are creepy, man. All right, you ever now seen my a camel question. spider? Yes, yes, my I have. My question is, yeah. does that mean you get more honey from bees than you get from camp, for honey from camel spiders? Yes. Or yes. does that mean you get more honey from bees than you get camel spiders from bees? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes. <laughs> oh, anyways, we're only 45 Maybe. minutes into it. Blake, what do you got for some listener feedback? You want to do this? <laughs> yeah, listener feedback uh, brought to you by uh, drinking and, and podcasting. All right. Mm. That's how you get quotes on the, rock. the Twitter poll of the week. All right. So, yeah, we start from that uh, number one guy. Who, Doug. Uh, he usually gives fan. us a lot of honey week in and week out. Uh, number one fan. <clears throat> so we can get names. more honey from Doug than we can from bees. Is that what you're saying? Ooh, Doug honey. We do. Mm, Doug honey. <laughs> get Doug honey. <laughs> What do you think he carries around in them big hands? Honey. <laughs> Honey. That's right. I got stuck in the hole, in the poo hole again, or what is that? <laughs> what? 
What? Albert Pujols? What? what? <laughs> no, the Winnie the Pooh gets stuck in the the honey the honey hole. Honey or... jar. The honey jar. Yeah. Gets <laughs> stuck in the honey the hole. The poo hole. <laughs> the poo hole. Oh my god. Oh my lord. Oh, uh, I should be drinking. God. Jason comes up You're with that not? stuff sober. Whew. No, I'm not. I haven't had any all day. Oh my goodness. Whew. It's the COVID. It's it the might Rona. be. <laughs> it might be. It's making you delirious. Oh, okay, Blake, what's the question? Uh, he says, Jason, you have to be stuck in quarantine with one. Who do you choose? Uwe Bowl, Kevin James, or Theo from A Million Little Things? That fucking brat. Um, I'm going with um, Uwe Bowl. I'm going Uwe Bowl. At least I can talk movies with him. Not good movies, but movies nonetheless. Um, you can talk movies with Kevin James. Fuck him. He doesn't make movies. He makes shit. And TV shows. No, he doesn't make TV shows. You, you can talk geography with Theo. <laughs> you got a point there, Jeff. You got a point there. Fucking Theo. And I think he likes dinosaurs, too. Fuck him. <laughs> we were flipping through stations mm-hmm. at uh, Criminal Minds. There was a rerun of Criminal Minds on, and we watched it for a couple minutes. And then the next thing we knew, Theo from A Million Little Things was uh, on there. The actor was Did he playing get killed? A, uh, no. Aww. They were playing like they were playing like kids that were like kidnapped and mm-hmm. being held, uh, you know, prisoner. And I think, well, he was like the uh, the one lady was kidnapped. He was like her son who they had in captivity mm. or what. And it's like, oh, it's Theo. <laughs> Did he, ask, he wasn't a good actor then either. Did he ask the kidnapper, did Did you know my mommy stopped the filling in of the Grand Canyon? Yeah, no, because his mommy was standing right next to him. She didn't leave him. You know what? If he was... Now, granted, they were locked up in a cage together, but... I feel like if that was the backstory, like that was connected to a million little things, that that's Theo's backstory, I can understand why he's so stupid. Because it was traumatic. I get that. You know, it affected him. But since it wasn't connected, no, I, I can't forgive him on a million little things. That fucking brat. Jeez, oh. If I ever wanted a uh, drive-by shooting in that show. Um, what else we got? From uh, Beside a Geek, can Blake explain his quote last week? You get more honey with bees? Technically, it's true, but dot, dot, dot. That's uh, drinking and podcasting. Drinking and podcasting. Something Jason wished he was doing tonight. I wish and I was the drinking. Thing is, apparently, all the listeners picked up on your <clears throat> honey and bee quote, but we didn't. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, oh, my. All right. From Bob. Just Bob. Bob. Bob has no handle. It's just Bob. Can you, you can erase. This is tough, man. This is really tough. You can erase. Well, it says you can. Everybody said, well, let's just let's make it. You have to erase. Yeah. You have to erase one sitcom from history. Which one do you choose? Seinfeld. Okay. The Office. And he says American version because you have to get rid of like what, 10 seasons instead of like what? One or two in the English. Yeah. So Cheers. The English. Yeah. 10 episodes. In <laughs> Cheers or Community. Seinfeld, The Office, Cheers or Community. Community. You have to erase one. I read that and I'm like, well, God, this is a setup for Jason if I've ever heard one. Community. 
He's like three of Jason's favorite shows of all time, and one he never watched. <laughs> and then one he never. Yeah, there you go. You know what? Jason pick. I'll, I'll be I'll be good on this one, Jeff. I would eliminate the community, but say I'm not. Uh, I would do Seinfeld hey, Office or Cheers. I'll do Seinfeld yeah. Office or Cheers. Um, I I'm gonna have to say probably Cheers. I think Cheers, and it's just it's a good show, but um, some of the characters really annoy me in that show more than the other characters in The Office and Seinfeld. So personally, Adam and they're Paul, they're Bostonians. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, damn Bostonians. Well, out of yeah. all of them, I honestly would probably get rid of Seinfeld. <gasps> You're not a big Christ. Seinfeld fan. I mean, it's it's there. It's a funny show, but <laughs> I mean, I've probably seen every episode. But overall, I don't rate it as highly as most other people I know. Uh, Seinfeld is uh, my favorite show of all time, uh, sitcom of all time. <laughs> And uh, can I can I just get rid of the like the last four seasons of The Office? No, you got to get rid of the whole thing if you're getting rid of The Office. I would say once Michael Scott left, since he left, yeah. that was God. There were some rough years. There were some rough years. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I was forced to, you know, I, I'd probably do Cheers too. Now, if I had all four, I'd probably say Community because I'd never religiously watched Community. I, I did all. I did pretty much Seinfeld in the office, and the Cheers. I was still kind of too young to watch Cheers religiously. You know, I watched so. that with my dad a lot. Um, growing up, yeah, that, the, yeah, that, that was one you you sat you, with your mom and dad and you watched it because mm-hmm. your mom and dad were watching it after dinner. Of course, now I'm thinking about that's a tough one too because Norm and Cliff Clavin were hilarious in that show. Man, that is a tough one. They were pretty good, and then Community. If- Everybody talks about the D&D episodes, and I, I still have yet to see the D&D episodes, and I want to see them, but I just never get around to them. So, okay, what else we got? Oh. Sorry. Uh, this one is from Pat. Just Pat. 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 Uh, with Wonder Woman 84 being pushed back to October 20th, and the new Bond film being pushed to November 20th, we aren't going to see any films in traditional theaters until October, right? Nope. <sighs> August 28th. What's that? What's that one? New Mutants. August 28th. <laughs> We're all going. <laughs> or so you think. <laughs> you keep thinking that. So did did I see something about Tenet was pushed back, or are they still planning on opening that in July? Uh, let me see here. Um because the Oscars got pushed back, too, so a lot of the movies are okay being pushed back, too. Um, did you see that, Jeff? The yeah, Oscars. I saw the Oscars. But now, the question is, does the release dates to qualify for this year's Oscars get pushed back? Yes, they did. They were through February 2021. That's mm. stupid. That's going to fucking make it impossible to remember who won what year when they're correct. Movies. So uh, let me give you some. Let me give you some here, real quick. So that means next year there's only going to be uh, what ten months worth of movies for their Oscars, huh? Yeah, yeah, you're right because it would be. So a Quiet Place Part Two got moved from March till September of this year. Uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to go through that. Wasn't a lot of noise about that one. Uh, but um, the Batman moved from June 25th to uh, 2021 to October of 2021. Who cares? Uh, Black Widow. Yeah, moved from June of 2021 to October. Yeah. 
Well, a lot of this is the fact production. that they have these. Yeah, I know, but the, the, fuck, fuck having release dates years in advance. That's not. If it's not filmed yet, the release date is worthless. Um, yeah, and and what in the dance? They're doing another Batman reboot, man. Who cares? Hey, the Joker's in it though, Blake. Three versions of the Joker. Oh, oh boy! Three versions of the Joker. Sorry, a new version of Joker. Sorry, new version. Uh, another version. Uh, Black Widow went from May 2020 to November 2020. Uh, now I'm man. upset about that because it's got Scar Joe and uh, and Pew in it, so. Uh, I want to see that. Candyman went from June 2020 to September 2020. Why is Candyman re- Candy Man released four? in June? Candyman 5? Whatever. Uh, Doctor Strange went from May 2021 to March of 2022. Uh, Dungeons second and... Second or third Doctor Strange? Second. 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 Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the movie, went from November 2021 to May of 2022. Just to let you guys know. Yeah, like I even trust that was ever going to come out. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I have a whole I have a whole diatribe about that, by the way, but I don't want to take up another twenty minutes. Have they even written a viable script for it yet? Uh, Marlon Wayans is on it, top of it. You're fine. It, it all goes it, here. Here's here's the thing. All right, I'll try and condense it in two minutes. All right, start. Let's do it. All right, ready? Go. Two minutes. Go. Here here it goes. It starts when Hasbro when they took over Wizards of the Coast, who uh, took over D and D from TSR. Hasbro went and said, you know what? We, we're not a novel uh, book uh, repository. We don't write books. So they canceled all their books, right? So any characters that were tied to Dungeons & Dragons that anybody has any affinity for has been tanked because Hasbro's a piece of shit company, except for my one buddy who works for Hasbro, and I like him. He's all right. But anyway, overall, so you do that and you screw it. What makes the comic so good when they turn those into movies? Because you know the characters, you know what they do, and you want to see them on the big screen. And so any of the D&D characters that anybody has any affiliation for has been cut off by Hasbro in in the D&D brand as it is right now. And what they're going to go to is probably something that nobody's going to recognize and it's going to fail. And they're going to say, see, you can't do Dungeons & Dragons in a movie again is because they keep fucking it up. Well, the problem is they're not using the characters that I rolled up. That too. If they use those characters, it would be the best movie ever. All right. Did I did I get under two minutes? Uh, yes. Okay. Good. Thank you. Uh, real quick, the Flash, Jeff. This is the funny one too. July twenty twenty two to June twenty twenty two. Wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Oh, they moved it up. They moved it up. Wow, by a month. <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters. You're still at- making a Flash movie? No way. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife went from July 2020 to March of 2021. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong went from November of this year to will, May. Will, will Bill Murray still be alive when that comes out? No, no. Uh, he's getting up there in age, man. Jungle Cruise uh, moved back from July of this year to July of next year. Uh, Jungle Cruise? Yeah. With, Is that the uh, sequel to Jungle, Jungle Story? No. Jumanji? No. Oh. Uh, Mission Impossible went from August of 2022 to November of 2022. Why don't you calm Who the cares? fuck down, people? Uh, hey, if, if you want to see Tom Cruise running, yes, there's five other Mission there's Impossible. Five other Mission Impossibles. Exactly. There's six. There's like six now. This is the seventh. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I didn't even realize this. Morbius was supposed to come out this month, next month. The movie, uh, the vampire movie was, uh, from Spider-Man's universe. Yeah. 
It went from, from ju- Sony. Yeah, it went from July to March of next year. Mulan was is supposed to come out July twenty fourth. That's being moved. Um, let's see here. No time to die. We talked about uh, Jeff. I know you're going to be upset. Peter Rabbit two, the Runaway, went from August of this year to well, that, they at least put it in the right month, January of twenty twenty one. Put it in January. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so yeah. I mean, Shazam 2 moved back a couple months in 2022. Soul, that's the Pixar one. That, that went from June of this year to November of this year. Um, and Tom and Jerry, the cartoon, well, CGI, went from December of this year to March of next year. So and Tom, so Tenet hasn't been moved? Not yet. It does not say yet. does not say. Um, Is, how many years later are they on that Shazam 2? Like, aren't, aren't these all these... They're no longer children anymore, aren't they? Like uh, <laughs> jobless college graduates. Well, the other thing is, too, Top Gun got moved to December now. Oh no! Oh, well, that's going to be. I don't want to crack in the Christmas yeah. crowds. <laughs> uh, let's uh, see. As long as they got, a, as long as they got a uh, shirtless volleyball scene again. I'll be honest. I really don't think any new movies are going to be coming out for at least until September. I, I really don't. Um, August twenty eighth. Oh, it's not happening. It's I've marked not. it on my calendar. It's I've not. marked it on my calendar. It's not happening, Jeff. They can't move it more than five times. Right. <laughs> right. I can't wait for the 20th anniversary uh, Blu-ray to come out before it even comes out in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> With all the special features. That's right. Special Behind-the-scenes fe- footage. What's your and spe- the director's commentary. <laughs> what's your what's your special feature? The movie. <laughs> Here it is. The movie. Uh, what else we got, Jeff or Blake, whatever your name is? Uh, where are we? Oh, okay, Pat. There you go. Uh, listen to reviews from Dev, the side guy. He says he watched Ready Player One last weekend, and not the movie I was hoping for, but it was solid. I think they could have gotten three films out of the book and some of the creative liberties that were taken. Uh, B minus. It's higher than I gave it. No, 3.75 stars out of five. Um, I, that is one of the films that I actually have on my list that I wanted to watch during quarantine. I still want to see it because I've never read the books. So I was like, I'm yeah, I, w- I want to get somebody who hasn't read the book's opinion because okay. obviously coming from somebody who read the book, I was incredibly disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and Dr. Bednar. Yeah. And Dev's right that they had to cut so much out that it doesn't even feel like it's the same story. It's got the same skeleton and that's about it. But the story mm. suffered, in my opinion. You think you'll get the? Uh, you think you'll get the uh, Blade Runner treatment? It'll be like three or four different cuts. I don't think they filmed the right stuff for them to get the proper cuts. So. Really? It is. Wow. It is Spielberg. So the cut, the new version will just have walkie talkies instead of weapons. So just be ready for that. That's true. All those guns and missiles they were shooting will just be walkie-talkies and words. The cars that they ride will just be walkie-talkies. That's it. I don't get rid of cars. Come <laughs> on. Uh, wrap this up here, Blake. What do you got? Yeah, from Professor Number 1 and Doctor Number 1. 
What is the fewest amount of games that MLB can play that you'll be happy with? Jeff? Oh, that I'll be happy with. I don't think they can do less than 50, can they? Uh, What was it, 48 today? I think they said 48. God. Who knows? All I know is they should be big time. I, I really don't care how many games they play, just as long as I, c- I can watch and listen to something. I don't even know if it's worth it at this point. If it goes less than 81, I don't, ca- I don't know if I care. Like, I'm kind of like, okay, scrap the season. It's it, like a mini season. Yeah, I'm kind of It's like an exhibition season, really, for baseball. And it's the same, thing, know, with, same thing with the NBA and the NHL. Yeah, like, who cares? They're trying to do the playoffs. NBA, it's, been, it's, been, it's been like three months yeah. what, since the NBA stopped the game stopped in the middle of the game yeah. and shut down. Who cares about the NBA? Oh, we're going to have a season champion, like whatever. Yeah. I think basketball players care. Well, not Kyrie. Basketball fans, I should say. I mean, I don't care because I'm not a fan of basketball in pretty much any way, shape, or form. I, I, yeah, but, but that's true. But I'm a fan, a fan of, of hockey. Basketball, you'll take it. I want to see hockey playoffs. So I want to see everything. Just get it back. So, I mean, I'll let the basketball fans get their basketball. If I can get my hockey, then. But you know what? I don't even care about the hockey thing right now. Like, I'm like, eh, whatever. It's been a couple months. You know, at this point, it's kind of like with baseball. I love baseball, and I miss it a lot. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't need a 48-game season. I don't need that. Um, at this point, scrap it. Have even if they have a World Series, it's going to be like a cheapened version of, you know, the whole thing. I say you do it. Um, I mean, like, there have been several cheapened versions of World Series, though. I mean, 81. well, the Astros have done a really good job of cheapening those <laughs> for the past couple of years. Uh, I, you know, my thought is, uh, you know, if you're going to do baseball, do it. What is it? Thirty teams? Yeah, there's thirty teams in baseball. Thirty teams. Uh, yeah. Get rid of Tampa Bay doesn't count uh, because they don't care, <laughs> and and the Marlins because they're awful. Uh, so do a twenty-eight team single elimination tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and just do that. Just do that. And let's see what happens. There's your champion. Yeah. Or do a round robin. Yeah, you yeah. have to at least start with a round robin. I was robin just kidding on the single seeding. elimination. <laughs> well, they, they can expand the rosters. They're going to have to expand the rosters. Yeah, they said they know, would. Somebody gets sick. They know. said they would. I think it was, what, 42, man? I think they said 42, man. Well, they were, I know they were, expand, well, they were expanding the major league roster to 26 this year anyway. Yes. Because of their stupid stupid. Stupid, god awful baseball killing ruling of you can only be a pitcher or a hitter, you can't be both, or you know, you have to be designated one unless you, unless you're Otani, is pretty much the exception to the rule. Thing is, though, you know what's going to happen is that uh, they're going to push it to, uh, DH through, and because of that, it's going to be never going back to non DH. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going to force the DH on people who don't want it. and that's right. Never fail to take advantage of a good crisis. That's right. Uh, Jeff, can you, give yeah. me, can you give me an intro to the news of the geek? It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. I'm sorry, Jeff. Were you going to say something on MLB? I'm sorry. Nope. I oh, was okay. done. I thought it was my, my, my ranting and raving, uh, my blood pressure is boiling. So. It's like flames. On the side of my face. Burning, heaving Burning. breath. <laughs> uh, I love so this story. 
Because number one fan, Doug, loves when every celebrity wants to be in a Marvel movie because, shocking, they make money. So this is the I best. want to be in a Marvel movie. Exactly. I read an article about that. Uh, yes, Jeff wants to be... Who do you want to be? Juggernaut? Oh, I have to pick somebody? Yeah, pick Who do you want to be? Shit, I don't care. Anybody. I, I, I'll take Blob for all that matters. Okay. You know? Okay. Uh, I'm going to be Can I be in the Scar Joe and Pew? Uh, Black Widow? Did you just say Scar Girl, Scar Joe and Pubes? Yes, Scar Joe and like Pew. Pew. P-U-G-H. Pew. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, everybody wants version. to come back to Star Wars. I mean, what? What? Ahmed <laughs> Best. Uh, dealt with a lot of backlash after playing Jar Jar Banks in the prequels. Uh, the CGI character created by George Lucas struck a tro- chord with a lot of younger viewers, but fans of the original tri- trilogy couldn't get on board with him. Uh, it was rumored that we could see Jar Jar return in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> like, that's happening. Yeah, I ruined it. And the response to the news has been surprisingly positive. Best stated, I would return... Bullshit. Jo- <laughs> that's fake news. It is. Jar, uh, Best said, I would return as Jar Jar Binks, but it really depends on the story. Really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> How much are you paying me? Okay. Uh, this, is the, this is for Blake. Tamaralon Blob uh, played Star Blave. Wars. Blave. To Blave. <laughs> it means to bluff. <laughs> played Star Wars The Last Jedi's Broom Boy, a kid who... I played... hated this fucking scene in this movie, by the way. <laughs> this is your Theo. <laughs> um, a kid who displayed some force powers during the final moments of Rihanna Johnson's movie. Because uh, everybody is special. You can't even say Ryan. Rion, to show that there were still plenty of people out there with the ability to use a force. But it's not a plot thread The Rise of Skywalker J, uh, director J.J. Abrams picked up on. Uh, <laughs> because the second movie destroyed everything in the first and the third movie destroyed everything in the second. So this kid who was in it for literally 30 seconds was interviewed. I don't know why. He says, I think it was <laughs> unexpected, but everyone's reaction, it was just said, who is this boy? What could this mean? Not is me. He, is he Not the me. next Jedi? <laughs> Not me. Who is he? Uh, Not the, me. The actor said, I think that brought, quote, I think that brought a lot of talk up about who my Not character me. really was. <laughs> after, I read this, after I read the script. Not me. Stop it. I kind of understood that he was Force-sensitive. Force well, Not no me. shit, Sherlock. You're doing a broom move with a sense of Force. <laughs> I thought to myself that could mean something about my character. Asked if Not he, me. This is the best part. Asked if he hopes to continue the character's story in future projects, Star Wars projects. He said, "Yeah, I would be up for it." Well, of How course. How much are they gonna pay me? <laughs> <laughs> what else is this kid doing? He'd be pretty stupid if he didn't. I mean, honestly. I don't know. Jake Lloyd wasn't going to ever come back to another Star Wars project. That poor kid. <laughs> I mean, seriously, this kid was in it for thirty seconds. Hey, you in the background right there. Come on over. You want to be in the next Star Wars? Uh, yeah. He was in it for more than thirty seconds. Okay, a couple minutes. <laughs> yeah, because he had a scene earlier. I'm going to try doing to... what? What was he doing? Sweeping out the stalls of those fake horse things. Cleaning the shit out of the weird ass horses. He, I don't know. He was he was getting a ring from Rose. You know, the whole time I kept thinking, man, I really want the Broom Boy trilogy now. God, I really oh, I, we got screwed out of it. Well, the Broom yeah. Boy trilogy would be better than the Rise of Skywalker. 
Let's go. Go get that broom boy. Yeah. <laughs> can, we get broom to- boy. can we get Torch Boy? Get Torch Boy in there, too. Yeah. Bring in Torch Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, who's the voice of... Hollywood producer. Who, who's the guy that did uh, the voice of Watto? Can we get Watto back? Yeah. Uh, Watto would be a great... Uh, the voice of Watto, sir, is uh, the actor that played him. He's asking for $2 million. Uh, he said that he has high standards now. What should we do? That was your report, Blake. Sorry. Uh, uh, bring in uh, Broom Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, per variety. And, yes. Uh, and yes, yes, the Obama uh, brothers and we're going would to bring like in his to sister, do a um, room boy movie. That's yeah, bring in his sister, a, broom girl. That's broom about boy, broom girl. lizards playing a sport, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that Quidditch game? Is that what it is? Zoom, zoom on yeah. the broom. <laughs> As a punish in their participation of the, you know, the rebels there in the casino. Now they're now they're jockeys. See. That would be perfect. Turns out Broom Boy is Force-sensitive, but only with the broom. <laughs> so he can fly around on the broom, but can't do anything else. Or when he fights... And he's continually racing against his sister, Broom Girl. Yeah. He, he attacks the Sith with a broom, and he just chop it in half. Right. <laughs> Give me another broom! <laughs> he just has to put a pointy end at the end of the broom and throw it at people... <laughs> I like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Put it on. Uh, the, the adventures of Broom Boy and Broom Girl. Uh, Amy Pascal's on the other line. She said she wants this idea. Can we sell it to her? Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sir, you can't just yell out Disney Plus. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> Disney Plus. <laughs> I declare uh, bankruptcy. My, uh, gotta find a role for my mistress. Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the answer to everything from now on. <laughs> Disney Plus. Is uh, Weinstein still available? Call him up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we'll do the job. Uh, Here we go, real sorry. quick. Pete Davidson's King of Staten Island was pulled from uh, drive-in theaters last week. Um, Not me. Basically, um, <laughs> it, was Friday, it was released Friday on uh, video on demand only. Uh, Not me. Universal's. Stop it. Universal said uh, that they do this to everything that they actually don't sell tickets to these video on demand ones. They did the same thing to trolls, so that's why. Uh, let's see. I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of Apatow, but I don't know why he did this. But I need to keep going. I'm not a big Pete, Pete Davidson fan at all. He annoys the shit. Neither am I. I don't think yeah. he's funny. I don't either. Uh, the the film's getting good reviews though. I'm interested, uh, but I'm not paying twenty bucks for it. But as as I learned uh, last week, mm-hmm. who the real king of Staten Island is? Who? Guillermo Guillermo. Oh, you mean Mickey Guillermo? <laughs> Mickey Guillermo from uh, Mickey Guillermo. Guillermo. What we do in the shadows? <laughs> Guillermo. Oh my God! That Maybe episode, the season finale. Said. Oh my God! Oh my God! I is love that awesome how, or what? I love. Did how, they bring in Jermaine Clement? Yeah, That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I love. But they didn't bring in Waititi. I, I would have liked him bringing Waititi. That would have been cool too. He was in it. Take, oh yeah, that's right. He, he was, was in he it. Was yeah, in real quick. Yes. Was oh, he? Yeah. God. He was on the credits. Yeah. He 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 only had like yeah, a real quick. Because he was in the flashback when they. No. I think he might have just been in the flashback when they flashback to the council. No, I, I think he was one of the one of the guys at the the gate entrance. He was in costume. You couldn't tell. You yeah. really couldn't tell yeah. it was him. 
Um, yeah, I wouldn't know why they wouldn't bring his vampire back if they were doing this, but okay. It made me sad. It made me sad that this was last week for the, what we do in the shadows. It was a season. But you're, you're happy because I'm happy because it's coming back for a third season. Thank God. Correct. But I love how when Guillermo, uh, goes (laughs) off, he just quits. And I love how they were trying to figure out what his name was. Yeah. yeah, Guillermo, Guillermo. Yeah, what's his last name? Uh... <laughs> Maybe, that Maybe Guillermo's his last name. What's his first name? <laughs> Mickey Guillermo? <laughs> yeah, look up Mickey Guillermo. <laughs> Well, I'll put in Guillermo, and yeah, there are um, over 5,000 Guillermos in the greater New York area. Four of them are Mickey Guillermo. <laughs> yeah, that's such that was, a great that was show. funny. And I did like how it was great. I like how. So, Colin, yeah. So now, now the whole season three is Guillermo going to be a vampire you know, hunter, vampire killer. <laughs> I did like Colin, how the other vampires couldn't figure out how to get their clothes back from the uh, laundry cleaner, the dry cleaner. Dry cleaner. <laughs> so Colin's the, like the village washerwoman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colin, where's the village washerwoman? If I do this, I want to move out of my room. Yeah, you can move yeah. in my room. No, no. I just want to move into the other room in the basement. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, such a great show yeah, that was pretty good uh, I loved it when they went to the theater and <laughs> Colin's like even, oh man there's even some great people in the uh, energy vampire community oh there's Pamela don't embarrass me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then later he's like shut up Pamela <laughs> well, the whole witches episode was hilarious too. Yes. Yeah. You know, even after the whole thing, they, they still had boners from the, the experience. <laughs> uh, I love that show. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the season finale was creep me out with that fucking doll. God, that creepy doll talks. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, I love the doll. I was worried that she was dead from a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, let's see. Per variety, we'll do a quick thing. An episode of the sitcom Faulty Towers, removed from a streaming site for containing racial slurs, is being reinstated. Uh, John Cleese basically came to the defense and said the decision to remove the episode is stupid, as well as taking a swipe at those who take a revisionist view of history. Uh, early on Friday, last Friday, BBC-owned TV network UKTV announced on Twitter that it had temporarily removed the episode titled The Germans from its gold download service as it contained racial slurs. The service said it wished to review the episode and consider our options. Uh, it said, said some shows carry warnings and others are edited. Uh, basically, it's uh, the racial slur is a scene in which the character known as the Major uses the N-word while referring to Caribbean sportsmen. Uh, let's see here. Um, uh, later on Friday, uh, UK TV said the episode would be reinstated in the coming days with the addition of extra guidance, quote unquote. Um, uh, let's see the here. trigger that means trigger warning. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Speaking to the Australian newspaper, The Age, Cleese said the major was an old fossil left over from decades before. We were not supporting his views. We were making fun of them. They can't see that. If people are too stupid to see, see that, what can one say? God, good old John Cleese at 80 years old. On Twitter, he doubled John down. John Cleese is, is not a fan of political correctness, no. by the way. Uh, Cleese doubled down on his criticism of the BBC. He said, quote, the BBC is now run by a mixture of marketing people and uh, petty bureaucrats. 
He wrote, it used to you be always said pretty. <laughs> I did. You're going to say pretty bureaucrats. It could be. It used to be, it used to have a large sprinkling of people who actually made programs. Not anymore. So BBC decisions are made by people whose main concern is not losing their jobs. That's why they're so cowardly and gutless and contemptible. Uh, he said it was wrong to judge older works of art by modern standards. He said, quote, the Greeks in 500 BC felt that culture or any kind of real civilization was only possible because of slavery. Does that mean that we should take down all the statues of Socrates? Uh, I don't know if there's really a lot of statues of Socrates oh, shit. around. Oh, you shit. Just, you just, he just started it. There they yep, go. Now all the Socrates statues are coming uh. down. Uh, he added, the Romans enslaved the British for 400 years, so are we due rep- reparations from the Italians? And Sir Isaac Newton was a shareholder, shareholder holder in the South Sea Company, which included slave trading among its activities. What do we do about his statues? It's rather complicated. I Test don't know gravity. if there's many Newton ones. Uh, what did you say? Test gravity? <laughs> Uh, despite his criticism, Cleese applauded the Black Lives Matter protest movement, said, saying, at that moment, at the moment, there is a huge swell of anger and a really admirable feeling that we must take, make our society less discriminatory. I think that's part, that part of it is very good. Uh, let's see here. So there you go. Uh, he says, it seems to me that the best parts of the George Floyd protests have been very moving and very powerful. There are looters, just as there are rogue police. But if we let our focus be on the 10% who are always trying to fuck everything up, we might forget. That I like we, how he said that. I know. We might forget that what it's really about is trying to behave a bit more kindly towards everyone. Well said, Cleese. Well said, John. I love John Cleese. Cheerio. Very good, I must say. I will say I will not be tearing down any Socrates uh, statues because I don't know if there is any in America. <laughs> so I don't know if I can get to any Socrates statues around here. Oh. Well, I'm sure we can find something wrong with Cincinnati. Tear his down in downtown. Nope. Can't find anything wrong with Cincinnati. Or Cincinnati. <laughs> We're special. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Hey, Jeff, what are you doing? Did September? you know that... What? I'm sorry. I was going to say, did you know that Cincinnati was the name of General Grant's favorite horse? Ooh, that's a fun... We are, we are a history podcast. I missed that in the documentary. I don't know if it was in the documentary. But... Oh. It's, seriously, we are a history podcast. We are rocking it. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Well said, John Cleese. Thank you. Uh, Jeff, where are you going September 11th through 13th? I hope to be going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Fucking A, the Emerald City Comic Con uh, canceled today. That means there can only be one, the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Only one. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, they're at the Duke Energy Convention Center, September 11th through 13th. Hobie will be there playing trivia. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot more uh, Funko Pops to be given away during trivia. A lot of what you youngins call it Fortnite. Uh, I got some new, uh, pop, we got some new pop uh, Funko Pops there from Fortnite. I don't know who they are, but uh, you youngins will like them. Uh, the Two of them are Valor, and then two other ones, I don't know who they are. Uh, but anyway, so uh, there you go. So September 11th through 13th, get your tickets now. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll still be there. As of now, it's on. Woohoo! Uh, let's see here. Jeff, let's do some box office news and world reports. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. The top five at the box office this uh, week, because there still is a box office. Number yes, one. Is. Becky made $188,161. Oh, total- my God. 
Becky. A total of $482,593. Almost a half a million dollars. Not oh, enough budget. Uh, the Wretched made 148583 a total of $1.3 million on an unknown budget. Uh, the Ooh. unknown budget, they were talking to people. Uh, they haven't released the exact figures, but the rumors are that a whole movie costs between thirty dollars and $50,000. That's unknown. So Good for them, though, if that's wow. true. That's a hell of a profit. Especially Strike. in a time of oh. pandemic. Yeah, good for them. Um, Number three, Strike made $2,249, a total of $14,000-plus on a $17 million budget. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even know which movie was this. Tom Hardy. What's it about? Is this Tom Hardy, Gerard Depardieu? No, not Gerard Depardieu, Gerard Butler. <laughs> Whatever. Gerard Depardieu. I don't know. Does Strike as in, like, baseball or no. bowling or... We're going on strike uh, with our union, I think or we're blowing someone shit up. punches somebody. It's a military or, strike. Uh, oh, so we that talked was like about my this last guess. week, Jeff. It is so bad. IMDb doesn't even have it listed when I search for it. <laughs> Are you sure? I got to hit more results. Let me see what happens. The there hell? it is. 2018? No. It's 2020. There's a 1925 film. It's not in here. Is it under uh, one of these stars? Uh, I got it Tom on Rotten Hardy? Tomatoes. Here we go, Rotten Tomatoes. There's a 2006 movie called Strike. Uh, 2020. It's a cartoon. It's a uh, cartoon. Oh, God, it's a creepy-looking oh. cartoon. A young uh. mole from a family of miners is left with the terrible task of telling his father he does not want to be a miner. He wants to be a footballer. Mongo, Mongo Morrison comes from the small town of Diggington, a gold mining town where every <laughs> where everyone is very proud to work at the mine. It's Mongo's big day. Diggington, I love it. The That's day, terrible. the day when he loses his virginity and comes of age. I mean, I'm sorry. When he becomes of age and gets to spend his first day uh-huh. in the mine, how can he tell his dad he does not want to work at the mine? It will break his dad's heart. I got the black lung. <laughs> Jeff, you ready? The mole with a goal. Should he tell? Oh, I see that. Will yeah, I bet tell. This is probably big. Probably big for the three six five flick uh, blokes. Will he tell? It's probably um, did much better in Britain. Uh, let's see here. Alex Kelly ben. is in it. Ken Stout, uh, Tom Turner. Oh, that's about it. So this is not at all the movie you thought it was. Uh, let's no, no, it is not. Um, it's a stop motion comedy. Uh, this apparently has been sitting on the shelf since 2018, which is a good place for it. Oh, said uh, NPR MP- Los too. Angeles. That's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a bookend. Uh, let's see here. A, a cute me- movie for very young children, <laughs> not for anyone else, just young children. So there very you go. Very young children. So, strike. Okay. Well, it's Jeff. Uh, number four, the trip to Greece made $1,961, a total of $4,660 on an unknown budget. Okay. And number five, the fox hunter made $193, a total of $973 
on an unknown budget. Can I throw something in here real quick, Jeff? Um, sure. Because this is the new movies at the box office. There's a lot yes. of movies that are not new, but they're playing at the drive-ins. So, yes. uh, and there's also a video on demand. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Uh, the Invisible Man it was tops this week, making $383,000 on video on demand. Uh, Trolls World Tour made $275,000. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's see. They haven't really released The King of Staten Island yet. Uh, let's see here. Uh, and just one to do the other one. Back to the Future uh, made over $200,000 at the uh, drive-in theaters this weekend, too. So just wanted to let you know that. So just a couple of the ones that were out there. But I thought that was interesting that Trolls and um, what's his face? Um, that fucking movie, um, The Invisible Man, uh, still doing well on video on demand. So there you go. The Invisible Man was actually kind of de- decent. I That's what I've heard. it up until the point where it becomes obvious of what it is. Because it's good because it starts off in the beginning. You're like, is she, is she hallucinating? Is she going crazy? Or is there something going on? And then it, it finally makes the movie makes a decision, and it moves on from there pretty well. Not like Fantasy Island, which was a piece of shit. I want to see what? that. That it was horrible. It was like there's no way they, Fantasy Island could be bad. Oh yeah, it was. It was a plot twist on a plot twist on a plot. Twist on another plot twist, and you're just like, you Did know, if you would have stuck with it? the one t- plot twist, it would have been okay. But it's like you tried to outdo yourself several times. But just when you think there can't be another plot twist, there's another uh, plot twist. Yeah, and, and there weren't good plot twists, by the way. As uh, when, you're, when you're turning Fantasy Island into a horror movie, what do you expect? Yeah, that's true. As Ian Malcolm would say in Jurassic Park. That's a big pile of shit. So. <laughs> what you got, Jeff? What's coming Are up? Are you proud of yourself for that? I like that one. I like your... Shut up, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> coming up, we have Followed. A social media influencer and his video crew encounter true evil when they visit one of the most the uh, White haunted... House? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> they visit the mo- one of the most haunted hotels in America. Oh, a horror movie. One of. Miss Juneteenth. One of. So that means there's going to be sequels. Well, yeah, it's a horror movie. <laughs> uh, former a hastily, be- cheaply made horror movie. A uh, former beauty queen and a single mom prepares uh, for her rebellious teenage daughter for the Miss Juneteenth uh, pageant. All right. Uh, baby Teeth. Okay. I like the title of this one. Uh, a terminally ill teen upsets her parents when she falls in love with a small town drug dealer. So I'm afraid to know what the title has to do with the story. But anyway, uh, and uh, last and probably least, The Transcendence. It's a 2018 film. Uh, a Rasputin-like drifter goes in search of an indie rock band that has gone missing. It's a musical. Well, that actually sounds better than the other three, so I take my comment back. Uh, cast is Cecilia Deacon, Savannah Welch, Kathy Valentine, uh, William Leroy, and Rob Franco. So five people I've never heard of. Yes. 
there you go. So, uh, top five this week was a little bit different. We did a little bit different here. An easy one this week. Oh, yeah. it was? Well, yeah, sure. Oh, shit. I got to make my list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't made a list for this either. Jeff, did you? <laughs> hey, nope. Rob Franco. Is that James Franco's brother? No. No, it isn't. <laughs> Fuck. That's Dave Franco. Time out. No one made a list. Well, my list is none. Top five movies you want to see at the drive-in. <laughs> I don't want to see any movie at the drive-in that requires going to the drive-in. I had Jaws. I had Star Wars Empire and the Star Wars trilogy. I mean, oh wow, the Transcendence has Kathy Valentine. She's in the Go Go's. I think I said oh, that. it's the girl from the Go Go's. I have yeah. heard of that. Okay, we got the beat. We got the beat. Yeah, hey, we, got we got the, the beat. beat. Wait a minute, was I correct? The words? Yeah, yes. No, no, you no. were correct. The song. Knowing that the words to We Got the Beat are We Got the Beat. Was that the Go-Go's? Yes. <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, I am the man. I am. <laughs> you might as well admit it. You're addicted to love. Robert Smith. Ah, uh, let's see here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we fucked up. Nobody did top five. Because <sighs> I, I really thought about it, I was like, "I don't want to see any." It, you said new movies. I'd don't go see some new. old ones. No, I just said top five movies. No, don't say new. <laughs> I just don't want to go to the drive-in. I don't enjoy. Or I this. I is... went to the drive-in once in my life when I was six. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine kind of waiting to drive. I mean, yeah, but I'm not going with kids. You know, the, you know what annoys me? The people that go to drive-ins and bring lawn chairs. The yeah. only reason to go to the drive-in is they only you only pay per vehicle, so you just stuff a vehicle full of a bunch of people. Not in this right. time, not in this period. <laughs> oh, you don't? That's not even true anymore. Well, not in social distancing. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> oh well, I like thought, I thought it used to be like per kid, person. Though, That's I why they used to. Hide kid people in the trunk when you went in. No, it's per in. car. It's per car. It was oh. just to get people into the car that can't fit. I think now they charge by the type of car. Um, I think so if it's, it's a van, they charge more. <laughs> van, I'm not so kidding. I think it is. And then it's five dollars <laughs> if you want to bring your own food in. How much if you have a motorcycle? Uh, Can you 30- bring your own grill? <laughs> yeah, hibachi grill. Yes, you bring your own hibachi bring my grill. Own grill. Can I grill out? <laughs> Okay, top five things you're bringing into a drive-in. Okay, Blake's bringing a hibachi grill. <laughs> hibachi grill. What do you got, Jeff? What do you got? What are you bringing in? A uh, prostitute. <laughs> I'm bringing a statue of Socrates. There you go. Uh, Jeff, Blake, what else you got? What else are you bringing in? Honey. <laughs> the movie honey or actual honey? Honey, okay. How am I going to get bees <laughs> and camel spiders? <laughs> I would love to see you release camel spiders in a drive-in. <laughs> uh, I think the, Jeff. What else got? One more. Come on, Jeff. Barbecue ribs, <laughs> but no grill. <laughs> well, Blake's now he's parked next to me. Grill. That's right. <laughs> I'm bringing a jar of mayonnaise. So there you go. 
Oh. Now I'm worried. Wow. <laughs> uh, God. Uh, anyways, uh, that was the worst top five ever. <laughs> it really um, was. Anyway, so that was our mistake. Sorry about that, people. Uh, actually, I was going to say something after that. Oh, uh, the last... Um, Our listeners had some answers, didn't they? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> did they? I think Dr. Number One did. He had a lot of Kevin James movies. Ah, uh, yeah, that sounds like him. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything. Anyways, moving on. Uh, let's see here. Um, the last... One of the uh, early times I remember of going to the drive-in theaters, I saw The Legend of Greystone... Uh, Tarzan? Greystoke. Greystoke. That was awful. And it was a double feature. After that was Armed and fa- uh, Armed and Dangerous with John Candy and Eugene John Levy. Candy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that Ooh. would have been better for a child. I mean, <laughs> Gra- Tarzan Legend of Greystoke was, had to have been incredibly boring for a child. Uh, even my dad, who can watch a lot of movies, he was like, that was boring. That was awful. <laughs> so There was no Highlander. There was only one. Well, that that did win the Academy Award for Best Movie Ever. Uh, It may win the award this year because there's going to be no other movies released. (laughs) Actually, if that's the case, uh, it looks like Bad Boys for Life is going to win the Academy Awards. (laughs) That or in The Invisible Man. And you know what's going to happen, Jason? What? Uh, Kevin James is going to win an Academy Award. You know, for Becky, you know what? I think it would be actually pretty fucking hilarious if they don't have any, like, big movies come out this year, and that's what they're going to have to do, is that they're going to have to pick those movies. The Wretched's going to be up for Best Picture. Strike is going to be up for Best Animated Film. You know they're going to start releasing the dramas in December still, or, hell, they got till February now to release. Correct. I know. I just think it would be kind of funny, though. Well, Best Picture of the Year goes to The Invisible Man. (laughs) It beats out Bad Boys for Life, Becky, and The Wretched. Congratulations. <laughs> and Fantasy Island. And Fantasy Island. Yeah, that's the thing, though, with the these things going straight to video on demand instead of in theaters. Like, something like Onward is not going to be eligible then, I assume? No, Onward was a... in theaters. Did it make it to the theaters? Yeah, it, bombed. it made $60 million, and then it came out the week before... The big oh, okay. everything hit. I thought it was due to be the next movie. No, okay, so it did. So yeah. onward can win like best uh, animated movie or something. So they... for the next Netflix films, they have to be in theaters one time, right? They just have to be I, in a theater, right? I, I don't know these specific rules, but they do have to play in a theater somewhere. Okay, and I don't. It might have to be New York and L.A. Okay, I was just wondering. Which are the two hardest hit, two of the hardest hit areas of COVID in the country. Correct. So, you know, I mean, Des Moines, Iowa is probably pretty good with their their COVID numbers and probably could have people in the theaters where New York, I wouldn't even think of going there uh, till uh, a, a vaccine. Do you think if we stopped doing tests of COVID, it would help the situation? Uh, the numbers would drop if we stopped testing people. I say we do it. I say we do or it. Or at least the verified numbers would yes, drop. Yes, I say we do it. I, I think that's yeah. a good idea. I think it's a good I idea. I would say we, we could eliminate coronavirus if we just stopped testing on a guy. Yeah, <laughs> if no one tests positive for it, then right. did they it, really have it? It's over with. That's right. It's uh, 
uh, Schrodinger's virus. Is that it? <laughs> Just nope. We're done. If, if, no, you, if don't you don't test detect, it. if you don't test for the virus, it doesn't exist. Uh, so thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I don't know what what this episode was. It was odd. <laughs> This episode was uh, a uh, result of uh, lockdown and corona. I, I, I like that we had more history on this podcast than ever before. So people, yes. answer, so now maybe people listening to, for a history podcast will actually be happy. We yeah, have put, put the grand documentary in the hashtags. I will. I will. <laughs> and we had a crossover where... While we're recording, someone else is recording. Salty so, language. So it's gonna it's gonna show up on two different shows. That's right. I'm I can't wait to hear a salty languages episode now. Uh, we may for- actually have to check our uh, email again. <laughs> yes, Jeff. Please check email. Uh, <laughs> uh, happy birthday to intern Hackney. Um, let's see here. Uh, let, he, he must be having a really good night from from the doctor wife because he's not in. He's not in. He is not. Uh, let's see here. So titles for the show. I had hardware talk. Uh, it's Greek to me. Uh, I never win trophies, or I never won trophies. Uh, and Grant, a common man. <laughs> every I, man. And every. <laughs> I had Dread Scott Pirate. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, welcome to the Cure. Uh, Doug Honey. <laughs> Doug Honey. Stuck in the poo hole. That's going to get us rated X. Stuck in bunny or rabbit's fucking hole. That's going to get us rated X. That's a rabbit hole, not a poo hole. <laughs> I had... Uh, Broom Boy Trilogy. <laughs> I wanted it. Yeah. And, and a jar boy. of mayonnaise. What was the last it? A jar of mayonnaise. Oh, I like the Doug Honey. I like Doug Honey. Doug Honey. Uh, I do like Grant, a common man. Uh, <laughs> I like the Broom Boy Trilogy. I'll take Broom Boy Trilogy. Broom Boy Trilogy it is. The Broom Bro- Boy Trilogy. Yeah, the, the Star Bro- Wars. Boy. Oh, okay. The, so that means you got to capitalize the T-H and E. The Trilogy. Oh. The Adventures of Broom Boy and Broom Girl. <laughs> I got a broom. Okay, well, bad idea of the week, number 895, this episode. <laughs> this episode. And, and the people who listened to it. Yeah. We're sorry. <laughs> we apologize. We apologize. Uh, we'll be back. Never apologize. <laughs> we'll, we'll be better next week. Can't promise that. <laughs> uh, well, can we be worse, really? No. Yes. Yes, we could. <laughs> From this moment on, we're getting better. <laughs> yeah. Only because Tony called did we even have something worth talking about. That's right. <laughs> Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Listen and Jeffrey.